I'm just I'm, I move stuff around. That's, that's how the podcast opens. I, I'm pretending like I have my own, like I'm on my own broadcast news show, shuffling my papers. Here we go. I'm definitely not just in a small bedroom. This is a professional podcast episode, guys. Welcome, gambling for shoes. Here we are, episode number three of season two of the best gambling show. That's happening in my apartment right now. What's up, you guys? My name, uh, my name is uh, Hello. I just smoked weed, so sometimes sometimes it's hard to talk. But that's what you get. We're getting right off the riff. I'm not. You think I edit this, dude? You think I got enough time, guys? Jack's not grass here. I'm a stand-up comedian who lives in Chicago, Illinois. I used to play professional baseball. I'm married. I'm a Sagittarius, and I like to gamble. And. Uh, even even on the bad days, I like to gamble. Uh, last weekend, week two, oh baby, tough one. I broke every rule, every single rule that I've set for myself. I'm all about making one or two bets, okay? Just one or two. That way, you know, you're not you're just not going to beat Vegas that many times on a Sunday. But still, I I made six bets, and I dude, I don't even know if I got close. The bet for the podcast, because I pick one every week, uh, was uh, the Jaguars. Which ding, ding, ding! Whew. That this is this is betting. This is you can be so right and so wrong in the same three hours. I was so right about the Jaguars, and then after that, I coupled them with the Minnesota Vikings. And at no point on Monday night did it ever feel like I might win that bet. You know, they really played terribly, and. Uh, I basically was left with, with one choice, to hate myself or hate the Vikings. And I, I ended up doing a little bit of both. <laughs> I think gambling is probably rooted in some type of self-loathing. But uh, I'm not ready to unpack that. Maybe, we'll, maybe we can get into that a couple years from now. But I've at least identified it. <laughs> but I'm still gambling this week. You bet your ass. And uh, I'm gonna, I promise... Uh, to me, my bank account, and my wife, to be a little more thoughtful this week. I'm going to make a couple, just a couple picks. There's a couple games I like. I don't think I'm going to pick anything specifically on this episode because there's about six games that caught my eye. And I'm trying to get it down to like two. And it's Thursday. I'm going to, as soon as I as soon as I stop recording, I'm hitting publish. This is this is an NFT of my life at 2:56. PM Central Standard Time for the next twenty minutes. I, I hope this is I I I pray this is someone's first episode. <laughs> People do listen. If you're out here listening, you're like, am I the only one? Is it just me and Jack? Just he's just talking to me. And you're not. I can tell I won't tell you how many people listen, but I will tell you, you are not alone. And eventually I'll have you guys over for Friendsgiving. We'll all gamble. It will be great. But I do appreciate you listening. Especially if it is your first time. So welcome. If it is your first time. For my veterans. um, uh, Let me run this down. So this podcast is called Gambling for Shoes. During my professional baseball career. I basically. Something got on my toenails. Okay. And I I had to get rid of my shoes. I had a foot fungus from hell. Had to get rid of it. And uh, I had to get rid of some of my shoes too. So I needed new shoes. 
Instead of just buying shoes, I'm gambling for them. Da, 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 da. That's it. I don't know what that last part was. Um, I wanted to add in a little onomatopoeia, but uh, it was just a mistake. I'm not going to go back and edit. This is all happening, unfolding as the universe should. Whatever my tongue wants to say. I forget if I've already told you that I smoked weed. I think I did. Anyway, guys, I appreciate you uh, spending a little time with me. Seriously, uh, I know this show is kind of crazy, but uh, I am enjoying it. And honestly, so another thing, I'm going to stop picking shoes every week because it keeps me from putting out the podcast. It's just just one more thing. I got to go shoe shopping all the fucking time. No, I'm just going to buy shoes at the end of the year with the millions and millions of dollars I make betting on the San Francisco 49ers or whatever. All right. Anyway. Last week was uh, last week was tough. It's and now now all you have to do is not overreact. So I, I like I said I'm not sure. I know people listen, but I don't know who listens. Some people I bet probably gamble. And if you're a gambler and you, you like the NFL week three, just don't overreact. You know, let everyone else panic. You got to sit in the pocket and let the muses talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> I do I, I do study gambling and like I do look at numbers and stuff. At least last year I did. <laughs> I do do it sometimes. I do like to do it. It is true. But I do think it's all gut. Like some part of me thinks if you just look at the if you just look at the logos long enough, somebody'll say something to you, you know? God'll come down and he'll be like, "Take the Panthers, my son. Do it." <laughs> So still waiting on that. Still, come on, got it. I really need a, I really need some new flip flops, huh? What a show this is! It's gonna get. I it will be really good one day. I do believe that. I am enjoying it. I hope that's. I hope that's coming through your speakers. Your little Bluetooth. Do I got the Apple? Uh, the Apple uh, things. The Bluetooth AirPods. AirPads. AirPods. My dad calls them AirPads. That's insane. He literally calls them his AirPads. Okay? That's, there's no way that that could be... Like, he knows better. He's a doctor, for God's sake. He knows it's not AirPads that you put into your fucking ears. It's AirPods. <laughs> My, I've had mine for a year. They stopped working already. And then someone else... Like, I, you know, you have like... everything, Everything out there right now... Can give you cancer or something. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing is all the way good or all the way bad. Like there's no clarity. There's no absolutes. And there's there's at least five articles out there on the internet that said that AirPods are gonna turn your brain into applesauce or some shit. You know? It's like you can't. <laughs> I, I I do think I'm growing up in the wrong in the wrong world. I feel like that my brain was is like from the 40s or 50s. Like I need the simplicity. You put me out in the dust bowl. In Oklahoma or something. This just sounds like put me out there where there are no minorities, just me and my white farmer friends. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I I miss the simplicity, you know. Back then, you could just eat a pesticide eaten or pesticide filled banana pepper, and uh, you know die of a mysterious cancer ten years later. But you just would have never known. It was going to happen, but now we know everything, so we know nothing. Anyway, uh, so guess who smoked weed? That's uh... 
I am enjoying myself. And I, I, I really... Something was happening with my computer. Mom, my computer! <laughs> yeah, eight minutes into your first episode. If this is your first episode... <laughs> Got a few other things to talk about. But we will make some picks. We're not pick and choose. We will make a couple picks. I'll, I'll at least mention the games. But... Um, so I just uh, just moved to Chicago, and it's pretty good. Like when I first was coming around here, like a year and a half ago, it was I was kind of spooked, to be honest, because uh, Chicago has a weird reputation, you know, like it's it's online persona or whatever. I mean, I don't have Twitter and I barely have Instagram, but just like. The reputation of Chicago is one that it's just like this, like, there's just blood in the streets all the time. And everyone's in danger and people are pulling their dicks out on the train. And uh, I haven't really seen too much of that. But, you know, if it does, it's probably good material for the stage. But uh, it's been very, very peaceful. And I'm like, why is... Why is everyone talking about how dangerous it is? Like, literally everyone I talked to, like, I'm moving to Chicago. They're like, whoa. Have fun fending off your own murder until you decide to leave. But that's really not been the vibe. Like, is something... I know I'm jinxing myself. There's probably burglars right now lining up. Like, oh, look, there's a naive guy living in the north side. Let's go get him. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like that our, our world is is really gotten comfortable with like creating or buying into narratives and judgments, even though they don't have any experience doing the thing. Like if you want to be afraid of Chicago, I would say you should come here first. You know, you should pay pay the city a visit. You don't you don't like people from. Montana, maybe you should go. Maybe you met one guy. Because I'm from the South and people really bag on the South. They were like, oh, wow, what's it like to be an idiot? <laughs> and look, just because people talk slower in the South does not mean they're dumb. Um, and just because people are dying every day on the newspapers in Chicago doesn't mean it's violent. It is large, but uh, I, I think that, that there's... Someone is is clearly benefiting off of the idea that Chicago is a horrible, violent place. Otherwise, that wouldn't it wouldn't be out there. I don't know. I feel like it's rooted in politics, but it's just like, uh, who gives a fuck? You know, all I know is that I like it. It feels good. You know, I'm not out at 3 a.m. doing weird shit. Uh, you know. Pretty low key. I'm out in these streets doing comedy. They're slinging these fucking jokes to all the fucking shadowy, dark, scary people of Chicago. It just sounds like I'm talking about minorities again. Wow. I mean, wow. I'm not. I swear to God, I mean well. I do. You just have to. You have to know that I'm always kidding. <laughs> basically, uh, yeah, but no, I, I haven't seen uh, anything. It, it seems very cool. If anything, it seems like too safe. There's a lot of like, uh, I don't know. There's a lot. I see a lot of like very sheltered and fragile white people. I see a lot of that. 
<laughs> which is funny. But I, I don't know. So I guess if you were from a small town, you would be instantly uncomfortable and, and feeling uh, like you're in a crazy place if you, you know if you were in Chicago. But uh, going from Cincinnati to Chicago, man, it's really not that big of a... It's just like the field is bigger. You know, it's like it, it all kind of looks the same. But it's just... It's like 6x Cincinnati. Actually, maybe like 12. I don't know. As you can tell, I am good at math. I just make generalized statements that I try to sell as facts. That's how I communicate with confidence, not 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 with substance. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's I like it, dude. And so I don't know. So I, I at one point I spent time in I what was probably the most dangerous city in the planet on the planet, and that it is Caracas, Venezuela. During my uh, professional baseball career, I played minor league baseball for like seven years. I don't even know. And as a minor league baseball player, you make no money. And if you are a minor league baseball player listening to this, you get it. Everyone else thinks that we're rich. They're like, oh, you're Babe Ruth. That's cool. It's like, no, dude. We were making like $500 a month. And pay- while paying rent and shit, like, we don't get put up. So uh, you're just a broke person. Like, I spent my 20s just fucking hemorrhaging money. I should have had I should have had debt, but I didn't. I just I just was like a zero for a decade, you know. But uh, fortunately, Venezuela offers fucking straight up blood money to come down and pitch to be a little gringo and uh, you know pitch for the hometown team. And you live in a hotel and uh, you know life's pretty good. It's pretty sick actually. If uh, if you if you not a bad not a bad life to go to Venezuela and and be. Uh, a professional baseball player there. Highly recommend anyone trying to do that. Do that. It's cool. But uh, Venezuela, you know, everyone knows, not a great country. Um, some of it's really awesome, but just like the framework of it is, uh, seems like it could collapse at any moment. And I, I went there three falls and winters in a row, and I kind of it got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Uh, I know I just had six worses, even though it was for three years, but. Uh, yeah, so bad. One time, dude. This, I, this may this you may I may tell you this story. I'm like, wow, what a pussy. But uh, <laughs> so the first year I was in Venezuela, it was pretty cool. A little sketchy, you know. Just like the there was just the the threat of violence was was present, you know. And we had our security guards had machine guns, and they would like go onto the field in between innings, you know. It just like there's just a lot of like kind of intimidation, a lot, you know. It's it's very much. Uh, Kind of the Wild West down there. And politically, in the first year, it was fine. Second year, it was worse. And then third year, inflation had gotten so insane. And people were getting so poor that that, <laughs> that people, I, uh, people had no choice but to resort to violence and crime and stuff like that. That was like their only option. And I remember seeing clips of literally thousands of people just kind of like sprinting through the streets of other of like I don't, I don't know which which major Venezuelan is and I was like Venezuelan city and uh, I remember seeing that I was like I'm leaving you know I don't even know what they're run- I don't know what they're running about okay I, ha- I think I know I speak some Spanish 
not enough to really totally understand, but just the optics of thousands of people running like maniacs in the street doing. I don't even know what they were doing. It wasn't like a fucking marathon. They don't have they don't have tough mutters in Venezuela. <laughs> it was uh, I don't know, but I was like, I don't want. I'm out, bro. And uh, it was it was towards the end of my baseball career. Like I I was hurt emotionally and physically. I was not really playing like out, and I was like, dude, send me the fuck home. I got no business being out here, bro. So probably should have stayed. I could have made more money uh, and just not played, be benched. But uh, you know, I was like, I don't, I don't need this memory of uh, being like, yeah, I was just in Caracas and fucking all of a sudden, like ten thousand people uh, trampled me to death. You know. If you don't want to, the whole point of me bringing up Venezuela is like, so I've been in Caracas, okay, uh, even before it got super, even before it had this, things have really spiraled the last few years, but even when Venezuela was, in air quotes, good, Caracas was still like the most violent city in the world, like legitimately, I look it up, uh, someone I'm sure has a chart, uh, and being around there, like it is spooky because you're like okay so here i am in this the you know the death capital uh, of the world and it seems pretty normal like people aren't being like gunned down in the streets like life is functioning very normally you know there's transactionings transactionings there's transactions happening you know there's fucking people are buying ice cream there's hotels restaurant like it's it's normal but i guess it's just in the in the wrong place wrong time can be uh you know can be happening in several different moments in several different places like i just i guess it is just even though it seems normal you know it's not and whenever you're in chicago I'm like comparing the two. I'm like, it seems normal. And I've been told it's not, but it seems normal. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm underestimating. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe there's people who live in Chicago. I'm like, just wait, brother. Just wait till the bandits come to your house and tie you up and tickle your feet. (laughs) Oh, man. I do like this podcast. I do. I there's some of you out there who are like, yeah, you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about football. We've we've uh, covered. No, you know what? Let's talk about comedy real quick. Real quick. Real quick. I can't. I can't help myself. Comedy is my true, true, true obsession. I've pursued a lot of shit in my life. Uh, baseball being the chief uh, thing, and ultimately I came up short. I got to AAA a couple times, and spent a lot of time in AA, and ultimately I came up short, and that did suck. But it's something that uh, it's fine. Comedy I enjoy way more. I was good at baseball. I love comedy, so uh, it's kind of a lot to unpack. Again, maybe I'll do that when I'm forty. But uh, I'm 34 now, and I've been doing comedy for four years, and it is funny. I just got back from um, Cleveland. I was doing hilarities. Uh, which is like their big club. Uh, Josh Wolf was headlining, um, and Kenny Garcia was featuring. Uh, a couple of dudes I've worked with a few times. Josh is a major, major, major comic. 
Like he's got like two million followers or something like that. He's been doing it for thirty five years. Uh, just got a big deal, like a, a lifer in every sense of the word. And he's really kind of like mastered the way he does comedy. And Kenny Garcia is kind of like on his way, and I'm I'm just kind of like a baby. I just took, if Kenny, I hope I hope he's listening because I just breezed past him. I was like, any Kenny's also anyway, and me. <laughs> Kenny Garcia, check him out. Very funny. <laughs> uh, and then there's me. I've been doing it for four years. And even though I'm 34, at four years in comedy, I'm still an infant. So I feel I feel very much like a child when I do comedy. You know, I, I have a very... I'm an immature person, uh, for sure. Like, m- my best friends are, like, 25. <laughs> It's kind of nice. Keeps me young. But it is it is strange to be a, a married, full-grown man who has a straight job. It's not this podcast. Believe it or not, this podcast doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> one day. One day I'll buy I'll buy some gas with it. But uh I have a straight job and I also do comedy, but uh it, it's so it's it's it is strange to be basically a white belt still. Maybe I'm an orange belt. But to be old, I'm like the old guy at karate school. Karate school? Yeah, I went to karate school. God. All right, so for some reason, I felt like I needed to talk about that. I wrote that down. I was like, Cleveland, and then going as a 34-year-old. I wrote that down. So I, I'm glad I addressed that. I hope you all are too. <laughs> uh, okay, let it, let's talk a little football. All right, this, this, is why, this is why we're all here, boys and girls. It's time to fucking Gamble. Put your fucking dick on the table and make a prediction. That's what this is about. Seeing the future. You think you think you're close to God? Predict the future. <laughs> okay, so this weekend, there's one thing I know I'm doing. I know I'm betting on the Buffalo Bills. They're on the road against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Buffalo favored by five points. So obviously I'm a coward. No way I'm not te- I'm teasing this game, which means I'm going to buy points. It's going to affect how much money I can win. But uh, I think I'm going to stop. If you don't, if you don't understand point spreads, you can Google it, or you've probably stopped listening to this podcast. <laughs> so Buffalo's favorite to win, and I like them a lot because I think the Dolphins are we talked about over overreactions happening or at the start of the show you guys remember uh, i feel like people are like wow they're really good and i just don't know i don't know about that so i'm taking the buffalo uh in some form or fashion and the other teams i like i like new england just a little bit at home against the ravens getting points which we all know bill belichick at home getting points it's pretty good mathematically check it out uh, I just don't trust Mac Jones. Like, do you, I really don't want to bet on the bet on Mac Jones and then watch Lamar Jackson run all over the field for five hours. I just really don't want to, you know. I, I like San Francisco a lot. They're on the road um, against the Broncos. Broncos are always very good at home. Uh, but San Francisco just got Jimmy Garoppolo back. I'm like, this seems like it's a this seems like a trap. Because part of me, emotionally, I've bought in because Garoppolo came back last week, led the team to a big emotional victory. They all seemed very excited for him. So you think that they would just ride into this week with some nice positive momentum and everyone's feeling all good and shit. I don't know, though. It seems a little too easy. 
But I do like them. But I got my guard up. I also like Carolina at home. Plus two and a half versus the Saints. Uh, I bet, I've been betting. I bet on Carolina last week. It was one of my six mistakes. But I don't. I guess I still want more. I want. I, I would like them to hurt me again. <laughs> betting is just, it's just. It's just a mirror into who you really are. And I like pain. Clearly. Um, that's it. That's it. Those are the games I like. I think I'm definitely going to do Buffalo. I think in Buffalo and New England, adding seven points to both spreads. Getting Buffalo down to, to plus two and a half in New England to plus ten at home. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I, Lamar Jackson, I know. I know I, I'll, I'll, I'll spank myself all, all afternoon long. But I, I believe in Belichick. Coaches and quarterbacks, you guys. Um, all right. This was good. I'm sleepy. <laughs> I'm moving my stuff around. That, that's the thing that the show is ending. We're fading out. I used to play music on here. This podcast has really gone backwards. But it's bright. Better days are ahead. New equipment's coming. Maybe we start videoing. Maybe a guess. I don't know. But guys... Uh, be, be strong and fucking make a bet this weekend. Do it. It's fun. I, I wish, I can't believe more people aren't asking me to sponsor. Like, I, I feel like gambling, I love gambling and I make fun of people who don't gamble. I feel like gambling sites should be giving me like $300 to do this. I, I'm just a propaganda machine. Gambling is cool. Your dad will like you if you gamble. (laughs) Goodbye, guys.